Let me first say, my grandmother used to say, a hit dog will holler. What's up, everybody? This is the hit dog that hollered. I am JB, and I got my girl. It's the friendly neighborhood lesbian. Gals damn sugar. The gals damn sugar. Johnny, a.k.a. Farrah, is on sabbatical this week. Farrah's luggage, I should say. He's Farrah's luggage right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Namaste. But yeah, he, uh, you know, get, I guess he's getting ready for Valentine's Day with his wife and, you know, us other folks. Well, I'm sorry. <clears throat> folks like me. Okay. Because everybody else is just all booed up. Daddy, daddy. Booed up. So is life. You'll be all right. Yeah, I most certainly will. I'm going to Dallas. Got time for you niggas and your heart-shaped balloons and your... And your your wine glasses and your and your champagne and your strawberries, chocolate covered uh, candies and everything. I'm just waiting for the fifteenth. That's all. Mm-hmm. All I need is the fifteenth to get here. It'll be here soon. All right, so Kib, well, I need you to go ahead and um, hit us with that good word of the day. Yes, yes, yes. On today, the word of the day. Let me provide that for you. Duh, I just had it. My bad. Today's word of the day is discipline is the bridge between goals and accomplishments. Bow. Bam. Be disciplined, okay? I need to be disciplined because, you know, I was supposed to be doing good, but I ate pizza and drinking beer. So there's that that sometimes. There's that. Now, before we get into this episode, um, there was something we left off on the last episode, a hotel thought of the day. Um, this one ain't really hotel, but it's just some bullshit. It's some bullshit. Um, Auntie Gail, you and your bangs, my girl. Now, um, if you guys haven't mm-hmm. been paying attention to the news, I'm sure you have. Um, oh Gail King, Oprah's bestie, her bosom buddy, her Thelma. Um, she got her ass down to the TV, down to what it is, ABC, and interviewed Lisa Leslie, the Hall of Fame WNBA player Lisa Leslie, who was very close friends with our nigga Kobe Bryant, and she basically... I, she overstepped, right? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's still fresh for a lot of people. She overstepped, but she just kept pressing um, a certain issue. And, I mean, if you guys remember when we talked about Kobe, you know, there was a um, a little portion where we did discuss his, his rape allegation that he had 17 years ago that no one has ever spoken about since then. And um, she brought it up to Lisa um, in a way where, you know, just wanted to know if it's going to taint his legacy, which... You know, I think, I'll be real, I think that's a valid question. 
mm-hmm. because it is mm-hmm. something that is a part of his life and it is a part of something that happened. Um, I just still think it ain't time to be talking about that. You know what I'm saying? I still think it's still fresh. Uh, man ain't even been buried. Well, now he's been buried. But at the time, I don't even think he had a funeral. None of that. No. Because I think they just... I want to say I just saw something today or the day before that they had a private ceremony just maybe like a day or two ago. Right. So... Well, I, I mean... Kobe I think Lisa Leslie handled it well. She definitely handled it well. Yeah. I don't know, Gail seemed... It seemed weird. It seemed like she was just trying to get a bite. Like, she was trying to get a sound bite or something. And I yeah. don't know if she was genuinely just trying to do an interview, but I didn't like it. And So, shout out to Lisa Leslie mm-hmm. for just being a damn legend, just being amazing and basically saying, look here, they ain't none of my business. They ain't the person I know. Ain't shit happened. It's a lot of niggas out here that do that, but mm-hmm. that wasn't one of them, and we're going to move it right along. Keep on moving. So, Gail... Fuck you and your bangs. Um, mm-hmm. 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 Although I will say I wish my besties wrote for me like uh, Oprah getting on TV crying with no tears for Gail. Like, I don't care how wrong I am. I need my besties to always <laughs> ride for me like that. <laughs> oh, girl. I'm qu- <laughs> she got recorded, man. Let me call you back. <laughs> yeah, I'm recording right now. I'm going to call you back. Wow. Wow. Oh, okay, bye. Bye. Hey, Barbara. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm about to say. <laughs> Anyways, Gail and her bangs, yo. Gail and her bangs, out of here. So, Kia, mm-hmm. you know, as we are vastly and quickly approaching um, Single Awareness Day, you know, mm-hmm. Um, what you got going on for Valentine's Day? I mean, honestly, I don't know. I was told to be where I'm supposed to be at a certain time, and I'm wow. going to be there. Wow. I hate you. I hate your guts. You I'm sorry, su- what? I hate your guts. You get the surprises. Meanwhile. Oh, you want me to send you a candy gram at work? Would you? <laughs> I got you, boo. Don't send me no damn candy gram. <laughs> you ain't even going to be at work on Friday. I damn sure ain't. I'm going to be on the airplane. But either way, <sighs> like, it's, I'm loving how, like, everybody's all excited about Valentine's Day and all of my friends and all of that other great stuff. You know, y'all. Here's the thing. Roses stuff and Here's the thing about Valentine's Day, right? Like, I don't, I don't get overly excited about it, whether I'm in or not in a relationship. Um... I mean, for the people that I care about and I love, I feel like those are thing. There are things that I do to show that on a regular basis. It may not be daily, you know what I mean, but um, I do those things throughout the course of life, the course of our existence together and our time that we spend together, and vice versa. I feel that from the people that I care about as well, or, or who say they care about me. So when Valentine's Day comes around, I'm not super pressed about doing anything. I mean, there have certainly been years in relationships that I haven't. I haven't done anything. But then there's sometimes when I just be like, you know what? Why not? I, I care about this person. Why not take this opportunity to reinforce 
the the love that they know I already have for them and reinforce those those feelings and making them feel good and special about them and the the relationship that we share. Like I've I sent my mom stuff for Valentine's Day, you know. I don't know if I I don't even know if I said something to my daddy. Maybe I don't know. My sister, you know what I mean? So it's not just reserved for being in a relationship. I think if you're really about being about Valentine's Day, you have to think outside of that because showing love don't have to always be somebody you with. Well, damn all that. I'm just looking forward to the 15th to get half off on me some uh, Reese's heart side whole Valentine's Day. I'm telling you, on the 15th, I'm getting my heart shaped Reese's. And and um, what like else? My damn daddy. What else? So heart shaped Hershey kisses. Um, typically, what me and my cousin Tanel do, we go down to the Pizza Hut, get us a heart shaped pizza. We get us a big old bottle of red wine, and <laughs> we did this shit last year. We actually did a um, Valentine's Day episode last year, mm. and um, it was ratchet. I bet it was ratchet. Shout out to To. Oh Lord. Now um, you know, right now what we're doing is something a little different. We have our for our Spotify listeners, we have our own playlist now, right? Mm-hmm. So your top three Valentine's Day songs. Go. This is very difficult. Is it though? I have to tell you. It was very difficult for me simply because I mean, I like R&B and especially 90s R&B. So right, you know right. how many songs came out in that time frame. So if I have to narrow it down to three, Jesus Christ, um, I'm going to have to go firstly with my favorite song, R&B song, whatever song of all time in the entire world that God created that came out that they sing. Mm-hmm. Is going to be Pretty Brown Eyes by Mint Condition. Okay, okay, I see you there. Okay, you I know, see you. It's kind of like I'm watching you, you know what I'm saying? I know you see me, you act like you ain't got time for me, but you know you do, you be fronting. Okay. And it's just a song that speaks to my soul, and I really enjoy the musical aspect of it. The lyrics are beautiful, and I don't know, it's my jam. Okay, I see that. Jam, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, my top one, like, this is like number one. It ain't even got the best vocals. It ain't got none of that, but it is a 90s song. Um, and of all groups, it's from Total. Mm. I would say Kissing You is like one of my favorite Valentine's Day songs. Mm. Like, mm. that's just a, it's just a really good Decent love song. Okay, all right. Okay. Now, if I was to go a little bit later, mm-hmm. probably like in the two thousands, you know. Okay. I would do Alicia Keys' "Unthinkable." Ah. Okay. Okay. And right. I cannot. Okay, I cannot do a, a playlist of love songs, and not add the what, in my opinion the best song that was ever written. Like, God came down and wrote this song himself and put the words in in the soul into the person's throat and said, you know what? Hum this. 
And then into the other person. Because I mean, that sounds like you're trying to top my song. And well, I no, need no, to no, hear no, what no. this is. No, no, no. Because they also, God sprinkled a little, a little extra on somebody's fingers and said, play that damn guitar. Play the guitar. <clears throat> okay? And this tune is called? Boys to Atlantis by the Isley Brothers. Mm. I don't know. What? I don't know. Oh, 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 kid. Play it. Kid, kid. You know what? It, it will be on the playlist. It will be the number two track on the playlist. Mm. So you, you go and listen. And you have you a nice stiff drink of some brown liquor. And I, I guarantee will. you going to dance with the wall. I mean, maybe. You will dance with the wall. That's just dance with the wall music. It's just good. I mean, I guess. You may hump the wall a little bit. I don't do that. But um, it, throw it back, kick the leg up. No. <laughs> so and yeah, my number two. Ugh. Ugh. As I said, I'm an old school, you know. Well, we don't. Lover of music. We know old school. I am an old school lover of sorts, you know. Um, I guess I'll liken myself as something of a romantic, you know. So I'm going to have to take it back to one of the classic alto voices of the century. The great Anita Baker. Okay. And Rapture of Love. That's, that's my jam. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. You just you gotta sing that here. one. You know, you feel it in your soul and your heart. With all my, I love you, baby. Mm-hmm. I can sing, kid. I, I I know I'm good. I, mm. I mean, sweet love is a second. Anything Anita saying kind of could be in the in in that that secondary. Angel, you know what I'm saying? She just got them bops. Did I really did you really say it rapture and I just started singing? Yes, sweet you love? did, but it's okay. Wow. I'm gonna just you let know, it I was trying to save you. I was trying to save second you. Second week in a row, I've just like been loud and wrong. I was wow. just trying to save you. I mean I just thought you were singing Anita and just, you know, I was going in to help, but you You saved me. Called though. your own it. self out. I'm right then. What you got for number two? I done gave you my three. I just said Alicia. Unthinkable. Oh, all of that? Alicia's unthinkable, and then <sighs> Isley Brothers, uh, Voice to Atlantis. Now, yeah, those are like my top three. Like, uh, I mean, there's more. Like, it's very hard to to really narrow down. But those are like, like I can tell you, like if I if, on my personal playlist. Those are our three songs that are probably on there more than once. I understand you. Well, now that I've been in love, you know, it's my two top song list kind of displayed. Um, you know, I'm just going to dip into the other part of what Valentine's Day represents for many. Splack out. Splackity, splack, splack. A little bit of that splack. A little bit of that splack. Yo, you know what my song should be for this year? Smackabelly. 
Is it Smackavelli or Splackavelli? Splack move. Splackavelli. You know, Splack. I've been saying Smackavelli all these years. It's Splack. It's Splack. Okay. Splackavelli is going to be my song. I'm going to find it and add it to my list because that is. Add it to your list. That's just, that's just what 2020 is giving me. Yo, that shit just reminded me of this song. Yippee yo, yippee I Wanna work your body, baby. Over your body. I know this song. Your body. Yippee yo, yippee yo, yippee yo. I've heard this before. <laughs> I've heard this before. I, I know it. I just haven't heard it a long time. It's around that Black Valley time. But yeah, so my my final song for the um, yes, eh, questionable top three list Valentine's Day playlist three um, would have to go to so 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 sorry sir. Um, it would have to go to the famous infamous. 90s R&B male group with, uh, you know, a couple ball heads on there. Um, Silk. Yeah, we're going to go with uh, Meeting in My Bedroom. Yes, yes. Doom, doom, doom. Yo, that take me back to my Damn. all-nighter days. 2000. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you ever been to an to, uh, uh, all-nighter uh, at Gold Coast Skating Ring? Yes. Like, Jesus after Lord. you take your skates off, like, after, like, Lord, 11 o'clock. don't remind me. And it turned into, a, uh, like, a dance party. I want to hide under here so people don't know I went there. Wow. What a moment. What a time. You know, the things that I saw in there in 2000, I was a whole 11 years old. It was very scary. It's very scary. In there. Out to 5 o'clock in the morning <laughs> at 11 years old. At a skating rink. It's like a like a a teenage daycare where things were involved. Lots Very of terrible. things. Very terrible. I've been made so many times in that damn place. I'm itching just thinking about it. Very nervous. Yeah. Taking me back here. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna enter an honorable mention. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's a one-two one-two hitter from Miguel. We're gonna go with Adorn and Archon Point. I'm sorry, I can't leave that one out. Yeah, her Archon Point. I have her Archon Point. Now you know what Miguel is like. That nigga, like you can put Miguel on, and like I'm, I'm talking about just just go in the entire Valentine's Day night. I mean, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're right. Listeners, you're, right. you're welcome. You're right. You're, you're absolutely right. There's a song I can't think of the off his new album of it's not Wolf, but I, I, Wolf is one of them, but it's another one. Either way, Miguel is that nigga. You know what? Y'all just played Miguel for Valentine's Day. Whatever you're doing, wherever you at, whoever you with, just play Miguel, and I'm quite sure you'll get whatever vibe or mood that you're Looking for. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with no Miguel. You can't really go wrong with Miguel. So this is very true. So now, now, other parts of Valentine's Day, you know, it's all about the love and everything. Now, me being a single person, you know, I have done this stuff in the past. Totally forgot what the Valentine's Day thing is all about. But for other people like yourself, you know, people that have been dating, you know, what are some of the great things about just dating right now? Like, how does it differ? How does it differ? Because, you know, you've dated throughout the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, wow. the 90s, early 2000s, mid-2000s. Wow. Um, 
This is what we do in Black History Month? I'm just saying you've been here for a couple of millennia. We've been out here 12 days. <laughs> 12, uh, you know what? I almost made I almost oh, made a joke, but it's Black History Month and I cannot make no 12. <laughs> I, cannot wow. do, I cannot do it. I cannot do it. I cannot do it. Continue so, with your little stanky question. So what I'm saying is, you know, with you dating right now, how do you find it to be different? You know, because... I, I, I know what dating is like for me. It is hell, right? Like, the shit is bad. It's horrible. It's the ghettoest thing I've ever done in my life, other than go to work. Um, I have to be quite honest. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I don't, I, I don't know if I ever caught myself in a period of dating, right? So, Let's maybe define what you would consider dating. Okay. So, are you considering dating, you are just kind of out there checking for multiple people for the purposes of good times, or you're out here actively seeking a, a, a partner, a mate, or... I'd have been out the game so long, coach, I don't need much no no more, man. Well, see, that's my thing. I think I don't think I've ever been in a serious period of dating rather than being in a period of singleness, if okay. that makes sense. So, like, I'll be single and just kind of hanging out with friends. And when I say friends, I literally mean friends. So if I'm out with friends, then you might see somebody you think is attractive, cool, whatever. But I don't know that... If we're defining dating as one of the the two or three scenarios I mentioned earlier, I've really been in those periods as of late. I think in my 20s, my early 20s, maybe I was dating. I was just out here fucking. I'm sorry. Is that the same thing? You you know what? To be honest, I think now is defined as the same thing. To just be out here fucking. Like this. Hmm. I feel like that. I mean... I don't know. Like I, I really, I couldn't even put my finger on it at this point, just because I was well. Me and Johnny, we were talking about. It, I was just like, you know, it's, it's, there's really no words for anything right now. It's just like we just fucking at this moment. Like everything that you're doing right now, Netflix and chill. Right. So I think. Who would do you? If I think about in the times when Disney Plus on these nuts, this guy. If I think about the times where <laughs> I'm going to tell Disney Plus on these months. <laughs> Discard that one. No. Um, but I, I guess you know, you would consider a time when there was like a courting period, right? So like somebody that you liked, you made effort to kinda like get their attention. You wanna plan dates, maybe you Maybe you did a little talking on the phone before you even got to the dates part. Maybe you saw people in person at other events because I don't know if we were texting like that. Mm. Um, then you maybe have group dates because you're nervous and you have friends to come along with you. And it's just like, a hey, let's all get to know each other kind of thing. Much, I don't need too much like that. Such I'll, and such like you. Let me tell you my horror stories with that. So... Um. When so for me, like if I'm going out, if I'm dating you, if we're saying we're gonna hang out or whatever it is, 
don't invite your friends along. Like, I don't, it's this supposed to be just me and you. I need to get to know you. I don't need it to be me on one side of the table and four of y'all on the other side of the table just staring me down, picking me apart. Because I will go off on everybody just because I'm evil. What, well, I don't think that's what I meant in terms of a group date, right? So I maybe meant where you had friends and they had friends. My, and My friend's bougie. I don't know <laughs> about that. But, I mean, and sometimes it makes people comfortable, right? So you'll be with your friends and you get a chance to be your natural self without having those nerves or whatever. This is true. And the same for the other person, I assume. But it would be discussed up front, of course. It's not something that you just pop up to. Oh, you're here. Let's hang out together nothing like that or i just bought my friends because i thought that's what it was gonna be like i would never do that i think it's just maybe a tactic to make people feel comfortable yeah that happens no conversation just showed up today oh like hey and these are my yeah no i wouldn't expect that and let's let's never do this again matter of fact we never did that again actually i wouldn't be mad i mean i'm not mad at you for for that I wouldn't expect if the date was discussed as you and I, there to be other people tagging along. So that makes me question your judgment. My judgment? The person who brought other people. Oh, yeah. The the judgment. I was just there for free food and alcohol. Right. So, I mean, at that point, whatever on your part, but... But I can also feel bad for that person because maybe they were very nervous and they felt... That they needed to bring somebody, but it should have been something that was discussed in advance because I'm not just going to roll up here. I mean, I think I'm a rather friendly person, so I can hold conversation and get along with most folks. Mm -hmm. But if my intention was to come here and get to know you, I wouldn't just roll up like that. Like, I mean, I went to a person's birthday party that, you know, I was... I guess interested in maybe dating I guess is what we call it I don't know getting to know each other um and it was literally 20 people I didn't know but I was prepared because they told me in advance that this is what it was gonna be like so I mean I went there and I guess I just did my best to not be awkward and hang out and try to intermingle with the other folks because obviously they felt it enough for me to be in this space with the people that they hang out with, so. So what you're saying is I need to get out of my who all gonna be that mentality? Yes, nigga. Nah. I need to know who all gonna be that. No. Then I that's why know. you gonna be out here on February the 15th. Eating Reese's? Look, I'm actually happy with that shit. Don't I don't me. think so. I'm happy with I that. I don't think so. I love Reese's. That's fine. You Our can eat them on any other day. But not heart-shaped ones. That's fine. And then after Easter, I get the bunny rabbit ones. And then... Well, but no, no, I'm gonna get is this, that the four leaf clover equal ones? to the lasting satisfaction The four-leaf clover ones in March. And companionship. The bunny rabbits. Fleeting. The firework ones. Fleeting. What, what come they ain't got that? no damn firework chocolate, nigga. Shut up. <laughs> they look like fireworks. No, they don't. Ain't never seen no firework chocolate ever. Reese's cut the check. Let's make a firework. Let's make that explode in Reese's. We could do this. As I said, you take your fleeting satisfaction. It will only 
lasts for a moment. And then what? And then what, James? You know, so let me tell you something. It was a very funny conversation that I just had with my dad. You know, my dad just turned 62 this past weekend. And um, Happy birthday, old man. Wait, don't tell me his birthday was on the 9th. His birthday was on the 9th. That's my mama and my daddy's birthday. God bless your soul. How were you raised by two of them motherfuckers? How did you do it? How? <sighs> like, this is real. Like, I, I need to know. Senior is a piece of work. I was in a lot of activities in school. Wow. I'm glad you were, because... No. Them people crazy. They, 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 they are. They're they a piece the of work right now, but... I love they crazy butts and like it was them. it was it was an entertaining household to say the least. Yeah, and, and still is. It, it, it see that's the funny thing, right? So, <laughs> you know, I, I did something fun. I got my dad and I took him out with all his nephews, and we you know we like to play cards and just talk shit and drink. So we like to play cards, talk shit, and drink. And, you know, somehow, some way, I don't know how. We got on the subject of sex toys. Oh, yes. my God. With my 62-year-old dad, we discussed sex toys. Oh, my God. So, to answer your question, I will be investing in a flashlight. And What question did I ask? You said by fleeting whatever. Oh. I'm just going to go ahead and invest in a flashlight. Um, your daddy told you about one of them? Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I knew what they were, but you know, like to get like a sixty-year-old man's input on it, just like they dope. I'm just gonna go ahead and get another one. Get, get one. another one. <laughs> get one. Um, All right, Khaled. <laughs> let's just next question. Next question. Um, Ooh. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. That's all a part of Valentine's Day. Some people have to love on themselves. Self love, self pleasure. Just some people have to love on themselves. Just very realistic self pleasure. I've seen the flashlight. Have you? <laughs> yes, sir. I mean, look, we we we've discussed the U lock. We can discuss the flashlight. We show as hell can. I ain't scared of it. I ain't scared of it. Before the flashlight, I feel like the GG came. The GG. Because the GG was like. You know them little things. God, it's like the the finger, the Chinese little finger. Yo, tap. okay, so that's what that's how we got on the um the subject of we was talking about it. Like the little things that had a little squishy, that had a little glitter things in it. Yes. Like some nigga as a kid put his dick in that thing Obviously. and said, you know what? This feels great. When I grow up, I'm gonna make a big one for these and I'm gonna sell it to people. Whoever you are, we salute you because we have all, every young boy, all of us, we have done it. We played with the figures and it was just like, ooh, put a little lotion in there. And oh my God. God knew not to give me no penis because. <laughs> just put it in anything. Clearly, y'all do. Literally, just Clearly, put it in anything. I feel like y'all stick it in Clay Doh. I feel like y'all stick it in any yeah. little hole y'all see. Y'all put it in like in the slime, glue on that shit. No, I don't not know. glue. Put, not no glue. Put your little dick anywhere, but God damn. But that's what I'm saying. I think the flashlight evolved from even beyond that. It was a thing called a GG because I went to like the sex party where a long time ago, a sex toy party, and they was like, oh, so this is GG, and it looked like that. 
but it was like on both sides and it was like put your finger i was like Bit, what is this oh it's very real right very real just, and i'm like just i don't think i even want this because then it's going to ruin my, my relationship because i'll be like what the fuck i need you for what the fuck i need you for let's <laughs> see that's wear back down look so aside from us in us our self-pleasuring um mm, mm, mm. yeah i need to go ahead and look that up because valentine's day is bad, bad, but bad let me ask you as you asked me some things about dating right mm-hmm. so when you consider yourself in this dating realm how are you seeking out the people you're intending to date so i'm actually not i'm not like i i I'm just not. I I think I've become a person that's very busy. And the thing about it is, I spent my entire 20s dating. Like, I was never single in my 20s at any point. But when you say dating, were you in committed relationships? For the most part, I was committed. For 80% of them, they were They were convinced that you were in... For 80% of the relationships that I was that I was in... You were supposed to be in them. I was All right, got it. You were, supposed, you were supposed to be in them. I so, was, you were supposed to be in them. Yeah. Now, if, you know, there was a weekend and I didn't feel so committed, you know, there may have been a time when I stepped out and did a little thing. Home. But... Home. That's, that, that's no here nor there. But, yes... Um, I spent my entire 20s dating, so now I don't, I don't too much feel it. So then, so what would you call this period of your life? Then, if you if you're not actively seeking out, are, are you? Do you consider yourself dating? Like I don't I don't get it. Nah. Are you just being single? And if I just somebody come along and ask you if you want to go eat, you're going to eat, but you're not dating? Is that what we're calling it? Now, if you if you going to ask me if I'm going to go eat, I'm going to eat. Like, we're going to eat. So, you're tricking? Yes, I will say that. I am tricking. If you invited me out for food, I am going to go get the food. I am going to go get the drink. And I am going to go home. So I'll give conversation. I'll give conversation. Listen, I've had like two or three friends try to set me up on dates within the last six months. And I'm just not into it at all. It ain't fun. It ain't where I'm at. I don't like it. Me so like what's, it. what's been the turnoff? I don't know. I think I'm just really not in a place of where I really want to be bothered. And that's fair. I mean, because I feel like a lot of people would rather be in the tricking space, right? And be out here going out with people that genuinely might have an interest in them and maybe wanting to get to know them or whatever the case may be. And just for the purposes of maybe not wanting to be lonely for the moment or not feeling comfortable with being in their own space, like with themselves. See, that bothers me. I don't like people that don't like being alone by themselves. Like, if you can't be alone in the room with yourself for more than an hour or however long you need to be alone, that bothers me. I don't like that. Like, it's just, <laughs> like, why you don't like you? Why do you want me to like you when you don't even like you? 
that's a fair question. So, like, for me, like, even, like, right now, if if I was to take someone serious, I could not date someone that just got out of a relationship. That's something I could never do. Just because they have too much an emotional baggage and too much extra. That I feel like mm-hmm. there's a time period that you need to deal with things. Like, not saying that that always happens. Sometimes you can really walk out and really meet the person that you're destined to be with. But at the same time, I feel like whatever your situation was that you were in prior to, um, you have to deal with that. You have to unpack that first. You have to really truly understand what it is that happened, what went wrong, what went right, and how to prepare yourself for the next one. What's just getting out of a relationship to you? For me, if anything, within 90 days. I need a 90-day time period. Okay, okay. So if y'all was just together at Thanksgiving, I'll, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Y'all was just together at Thanksgiving. You know, you was fixing plates, you know, all that other good stuff. Mm-mm. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, it, it it's important to know, especially if you're going into that dating space or being single, whatever, <clears throat> that you have a good understanding of where you are because if you don't then that's how people i think fall into toxic situations or excuse me situations with people that maybe they weren't prepared for or who weren't prepared for them because if you know you're not ready to be in a relationship or you're not ready to give up your personal space or the the freedoms and luxuries I don't want to say freedoms, but the, 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 the things that you don't have to endure in a relationship, then, yeah, maybe you need to sit down by yourself for a little bit. Right. And not even really entertain people. Entertaining people sometimes can get you and them hurt. Mm-hmm. So being real with yourself and knowing if, it's, if you're ready to be open to that type of stuff um, is, is, I think, like one of the first, first steps of things when you kind of get into that single space. Be single. Chill unpack whatever things you are are dealing with or whether it be from a relationship or personally and just kind of like learn yourself i find it important to just really spend time with yourself like you don't always have to be in somebody's face like i'm i'm okay with that that time by myself but yeah i know there are a lot of times when i just kind of want the company of people it don't have to be in a romantic space or romantic setting but i like the company of people we weren't put here on this earth with millions and millions of people to necessarily be by ourselves. Yeah, that's true too. I mean, and that's why I have a TV. I can see people all the time. Oh. I can see them. I go to work, I see you. Even though you don't see me. When you go to, to work? Wow. I go to work every day. Oh. Okay. I see you, you may not see me. I'm 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 a ninja. I'm gonna say that's very stalkerish. <laughs> Look, so. I just I just be hanging in the corner, just just be over there. I'm just but I'm always at work every day, make sure even I, on weekends. That I alert security from this point forward. Uh, there's a large black man following me around campus. I'm gonna show y'all his picture. They know me, security. Look, auntie at the front, my best friend. So they know me. They they know me. Even when I'm gone, I'm still gonna be in the building. Anyways. That's just that's just how it is. I got pulled around now. Anyways. So, so I mean, now since we're talking about like you having that that time period where you're you're moving on from from like that past situation, moving into the new and whatever, how do you deal with your ex? 
Now, and, I, and I'm going to say this. Not to put nobody business out there. I, I know certain people deal with their exes very well. I don't. I'm just, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look in the corner. I'm just going to ask a general question. How do you deal, like, because I'm, I'm going to put it like this. For me, I turn directly into Mariah Carey. Like, I do not know her. Never met her day in my life. I mean that that can vary. That can vary depending upon how you and that person ended your relationship. I mean, I could say that I know a lot of people who have the same mindset as you. They just like, oh, we done, we done. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, in some circumstances, that's appropriate. I just feel like. You, you had something. If, if they ain't kill my mama, you know, or attempt to, or like that's you know, a little extreme. Like, but that's what I'm saying. You like, the whole lot of shit just went straight to kill mama, though. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it, it first. If you were a person that I had to kill mama, if like, you were, I'm gonna see you. If you were a person that was in my life that I were maybe in love with at one point, or cared enough with to, to share intimate spaces with you for us to be called a relationship, I can't see myself having moments and shared personal things and intimate things with a person like that and just dis, disregard them completely. Now, the dynamics of our relationship may change and how we interact with each other may change or will change. Um, you know, we're not going to have the same type of intimacy that we had before mm-hmm. and intimacy meaning even outside of the bedroom you know what I mean we're not going to have the, that type of intimacy but I just can't see myself just completely disregarding somebody that I've given myself to like that unless you took things to an extreme level where you know you became detrimental to my well-being my family's well-being or you know people that I'm close to well-being I just don't, I don't know. I just, it, it don't work like that to you're me. You're such a good person. I just want you to know that you're such a good person because I'm not, I am not in that space ever. I've never been in that space. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. I feel like there are, what, 7 billion people in this world? Something if like you, that. If you fucked up, why should I reserve space in my head for one, your one little ass? I don't care what it was. You know, if it's done, it's done. It's gonna be done. And I'm going to... Control alt delete and in task and hard delete your ass out of whatever this was up here and I'm gonna insert someone else there. And in some cases that may be appropriate. I'm not going to say that that the mindset that I have works in every scenario or with every person. Um and I'm not gonna say that mindset works for me with every person, you know. I'm just saying that I I, I personally don't think with uh, X, you have to always have that control alt delete mindset because you you don't you don't necessarily have to be with them to still connect in a way and and throw away everything that you and that person had that was good. I mean, they 
messed up your trust or they lost your trust or whatever the case may be. Get over that. Deal with it and understand that I think people come into your life for certain things, a reason, a season or whatever. And you learn from every experience that you have. And like I said, those things, it may seem like initially you can't fuck with them no more. And then you may look later on down the line and it's like, damn, this person was a became a really good friend. If maybe we didn't have that breakup and maybe we didn't have that space, we wouldn't have been able to get here to be good friends. Or maybe, oh, we're going to be such great friends afterwards. We can't be apart because we can't just throw away our relationship because we exited. And then later on down the line, it might turn out, I don't want to fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? So it can work both and both ways. ways. And I also this because there's, I wouldn't say I'm like that with all of my exes. Like there, I may have maybe one one that I'm actually friends with, <laughs> only one, and like we we're cool because we were friends before. So, like now, you know, we we hang out every. I probably should even admit this out loud. We actually hang out. So, um, yeah, well, we actually, well, well. you know, we go places. You know, we Look do shit together, huh? Growth. Look at that. Growth, because you know, that, two years ago. Two years ago, mm, 12 gauge shoddy to your body. You're ridiculous. But, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, you know, I understand that there are some people that you will have to go in that place. But I just, for some odd reason, I just have this thing where people always have this, oh, you have to do this forgiveness thing and all this other shit and all that is forgiveness for you and all that. And uh, no, I can forgive and still not talk to you. Very true. And every scenario don't work for everybody. So, you know, and and I think it takes a a certain type of person and a certain type of understanding about yourself as well to be able to kind of separate those things. And sometimes it's not the easiest. And I've talked to quite a few people who, you know, maybe wanted to maintain friendships with like their exes because, you know, they were friends before. And there's still good aspects of a relationship without there being physical or any kind of um, thing beyond a platonic type of relationship that you could have with the person that you dated. So I think it, it does take uh, a level of maturity and there sometimes has to be time. You may not be able to right away just transition into that friendship thing right after you broke up. And who knows what it'll be like or who knows how long that may take to actually get to that point where you are. But at the same token, it, it may just be to show you maybe it ain't going to work out. Or maybe it, it was meant to be just like, but let it go. And again, it could be vice versa. So I think every scenario is going to be unique in itself, depending upon where each person may be in their life, what space they're trying to enter, what things they're trying to um, you know, accomplish or work towards at that time. They may not be in alignment with y'all being friends. Or it may just be. Not always. Now, I don't want to rag on too much of just, you know, the, a single folks and just being just whatever the fuck that would be, what, what people would count that as. Hmm. Um, I want to kind of give some do's and don'ts in a relationship, right? Hmm. Because I feel like a lot of times, you know, people are getting in the, into these relationships and you know, it's a great thing to be. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Being in a relationship can be fun at times. Um, you know, you have someone to go get your food. Um, yeah. Someone that can cook food. Postmates um, do that. 
You're right. You're, you're absolutely right. That's, that's, I'm investing in Postmates these days. There you go. I'm telling you. Or, you know, someone to warm up your food. Right. Someone to bring the food to the bed. Someone to take the food out the room. Mm. Like Sounds like a servant. <laughs> well. You have a butler? Is that what you're looking for? I could hire one of those. Exactly, because... Ah. So maybe I don't want a relationship, I just want a butler. It sounds like you want a servant, nigga. If anybody wants to be my servant... There you go. Um, 555-429-4646. Do's and don'ts. <laughs> Can't with uh, you. So, so I was having this discussion with a okay. married friend. This married friend would be Farrah, a.k.a. Luggage, a.k.a. Johnny. Um, and we were just talking about certain things that people do it, when they're married. So, mm-hmm. you know, Johnny's been married, what, seven years. Now him and his wife have been together 14 years. And, like... Loud, that's a long that's time. A good, that's a long-ass time. Shout out to him for that. But um, one of the things that I was like, you know, there's the things you always want to respect in your relationship, right? Mm-hmm. So, I think us men, we always get in trouble like we get in a whole lot of trouble for things that we don't think is wrong like for us it's human nature like looking like you know you see a woman with a fat ass or it's just just she even gotta have fat ass she just be pretty like and you look like we kind of gaze for a little bit longer than we should now I'm a person, I don't particularly see anything wrong with looking. Like, if you see someone that's beautiful, look. Like, shit, they are fine. But, like, you being a woman, well, still a woman. Do you allow your partner to look? Allow? Ugh. I can't say that. Like, would you trip if she looked? Um, Nah, I mean, I would hope that you pointed out to me as well. Right, see... It's okay. So I think it's, it's, there's a, a level of difference when it comes to it, right? Like, you know, especially when you're in a lesbian or a gay relationship, you can look together. But, like, when you're straight, like, you have the woman and the guy, and the, the guy looks at another girl. I feel like there's this level of jealousy that happens. And it's not really that inviting your woman into saying, hey, look, she's beautiful. I've seen I've seen that happen in straight couples before, too. But, again, that's that's... That's going to be based on relationship dynamic. Like, I feel, for one, a woman to stress out on her man looking at somebody like, come on, at, at this point, there's no way you're not going to look. Especially, let's say you're on the beach. Somebody in their bathing suit, women tripping out. Like, it's, it's hard not to look. It's hard. It really is. It really is hard not to look. So, there's... um an insecurity thing that has to be addressed in that case because ultimately looking is, is just what it's going to be. If he ain't looking while he w- with you, he looking when he not with you. They got Instagram. I, I feel like just like when you drop food on the floor, it should be a three second rule. I mean, I'm with that. Like, you know, a little glance and keep it moving. Yeah, like, I, I mean, a three second rule. Back. If you're not as you can take a quick glance. One, two, three. That's long. And then that's you, long. That's a little that's long. That's too long? That's a little long the way you was counting. I think you should be able to kind of like, you know, pop. One, two, one, two three. A little pop. And, then, and, and pop. Okay. A little, it's like a head nod. Like, you know, when you're greeting niggas, like, all right. But it's just like, like if you looking and you like trying to look that fast so your, your, your girl doesn't know that you look, 
it's almost like you're guilty of doing something. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, I look, you acknowledge that I look and I'm looking back. I'm pulling you closer. I'm doing what I need to do to make sure you understand. Yes, I saw the big red booty with the with 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 the with the thong in it, like and the 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 baby oil on it. Like it was, I saw it. But I'm I'm here with you. I feel like we should be great at three seconds. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I hear you. Three seconds. And the thing roll. about it as well is that. The, so funny is that the women tend to notice before the men even do. So the women are already spotted out the fat ass, and then now she's watching to see when you catch it. So then when you catch it, you get popped in the mouth. But you already seen it. You knew I was gonna look because you look. That's why we walked this way because you wanted me to look. See, so now we we blame the women for this. I'm not blaming. I just said it's I, funny that nope, they see it nope, already. Nope. I'm being hotel today. I'm being hotel. I'm standing there for Johnny. I'm being hotel. It's not niggas' fault. It's all the women's fault because they saw the ass before mm-hmm. we did, yeah. and they wanted us to. They walk. magically they, brought it towards they, you. They saw. Uh, mm-hmm. They saw the ass, and then it was like, "Come on, baby, let's mm-hmm. go down this aisle." Mm-hmm. And they wanted to see us right. react. So you okay. set us up right. just so we can be abused, right. keeping the black man down. Right. Right. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry you have to deal with that. <laughs> but that's, that's 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 the story I'm sticking to. Mm, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't, I don't think a look is a problem. Okay. Well, I don't think looking is a problem. I feel like everybody should be able to look. I mean, like you said, Instagram exists. Twitter exists. There is a lot on Twitter. My God. Can we take a, a moment for Twitter? There's a lot there. I don't know why I ever left in the first place. I mean... I enjoy Twitter these days. It's a place. It's a place. It is a place. It's definitely a special place. Now, another do or don't. Well, another do or don't. So... And I'm, I'm trying to word this carefully because I don't want anyone to get offended. Hmm. So let's say you dating, right? Mm-hmm. And you know you've been dating for some time. You got people that you're cool with. Um, I just feel like there should be a place in a time when you have friends, when you are in a relationship. Um, your friends should know their boundaries. Your friends should know boundaries. Like there, there's hmm. definitely. Like, I can understand, you know, you're in a relationship you, and you have your friends, but and friends are going to care. Friends are always going to be the ones that's looking out for you. But I feel like a lot of people don't place boundaries on their friends. Boundaries in what way? So, like, I'm not giving an example. Well, we need one. How am I going to be able to answer and so, address this concern? So, like, let's say, you know, you and your babe, right? You know, y'all have been dating for some time, and me and you cool, I've never met your babe, but, you know, I, y'all just, y'all together, me and you been friends for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, I just feel like there should be a place or a time, like, there should be a, a buffer before I just start questioning your babe about y'all relationship and all this other good stuff, like... I don't care what it is that we've discussed. I feel like the friends can be out of line sometimes by asking certain questions. But why? But why are you questioning? 
who I'm with. I don't understand. What you questioning that's, them about? That's what I'm saying. Like friends need to know their boundaries, and I feel like it's all the person that's in the relationship to put those boundaries on their friends. First of all, <laughs> I'm very confused because in what world are so? Let's say we all go out for drinks, right? You know, mm-hmm. all of us we hanging out. Oh, this is so bad. I feel bad. Um, <laughs> so let's say that we all go out for drinks. We're all hanging out, me, you, and the bay. And, you know, this is my first time meeting the bay, and we're sitting there, we're talking and all this, and I just go into just asking questions. Um, I feel like as a friend or just – I feel like there should be a boundary that's placed up where you your friend should know not to ask certain questions. But I would think as my friend, you know me, and you would know that that wouldn't be something that I would be okay with. And for you to feel comfortable enough, especially if this is the first time you're meeting said person, that you just like, oh, so you be out here cheating? Or I I don't even know the context. Or so um, you be out here, you know, hitting on my friend or cussing at my friend or something like that? Like, no. Because you should know the conversations that we have, if we have them, mm-hmm. in terms of what's happening with my relationship, are meant for us and not for you to circle back to my people. And that's part of the thing. Now, when you talk about boundaries, then those boundaries are going to have to be based on what you and this person discuss as well. So if you have a relationship things, what I've learned, of course, we all have our friends and sometimes you need to vent outside of your relationship. But you should be talking to the person that you with about whatever issues that you got up front. Right? So now, again, we're all human and sometimes you come to boiling points, you may have had conversations and conversations over again and over again with your partner and then yes, a best friend or a good friend, you might confide in them and be like, oh, I'm just so frustrated. Now, I would never expect such and such to come back and be like, oh, you, you, um, you know, you done out here being a fuck boy. Like, wait. Right. <laughs> I see that, and that's that's like that's that's like some shit that people do. Like they'll go in. Like if you if you're in a relationship and you know you um being confided in that friend. Like don't put don't put if you see us we here in a good space. Don't be to put the shit that we done went through. And I didn't talk to you about confidently. Don't put that shit out there in front of everybody. Like to me, I feel like that's where there should be a boundary. And I feel like with most friends, you really shouldn't have to say it. But I mean, you really shouldn't have to say it. But I mean, sometimes when it comes to friends, you gotta pretty much be like, yo. Look, this thing between me and you, and that's it. I feel like that, even though it should not have to be said at all. Like, I can tell you right now, my best friends, I can tell them certain things, and it's just like, yo, I'm telling you all this shit, but when we get there, though, I'm lying. I am lying, because I've had 
You know what? Well, I mean, both of my best friends ain't shit. I just thought about that. Listen, if I you, just thought about that, y'all ain't shit. If you know that your people's behave in sad manner, then I mean, you Who either have to be. About? I just thought about some things and it really just pissed me off. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to say either. I mean, like, I mean, they may have been right, but I mean, I can't speak on a situation I don't know. But if you know said friends are gonna behave in such manner, then either you need to be prepared for what the hell might happen when you get to wherever you're going or when you're gonna be around these people, or you keep your mouth closed. Do you keep your mouth closed? That's that's one of the things that I would say. Um, so yeah, that's those are my two do's and don'ts. What about you? What 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 are some of your do's and don'ts in a relationship like? Oh, I'm about to say in marriage, I ain't in one of those or been in one. Um, I, I think I've learned a lot about relationships in, maybe I've learned a lot about myself in relationships. Let me say that. And probably the last year. Mm-hmm. Correction once more. I have made some realizations about myself and relationships over the course of the relationships that I've had in the last year. And um, I think I've become a bit more, I don't know if lax is the word, but a bit more open to how I feel relationships should look like, right? Where I think the things that I thought maybe were like maybe do's and don'ts may not necessarily be. God, it's so hard. It's so hard to really explain because I'm still kind of like feeling myself out in that space, right? Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to learn what I really understand and can accept. I know if one of the biggest things for me in terms of like relationships is respect. That is like top tier non-negotiable if we're talking about absolute definitive things respect and I don't think there is a gray area on what respect is I think it's pretty cut and dry which is why I feel like it's so important to me I think you should know you know certain things aren't going to sit well in terms of how you speak to me or how you speak to the people that are close to me, how you speak to my family, how you uh, behave around, you know, people that I'm with, behave around um, my family. And I just think that it kind of goes without being said. Respect is a factor that's a non-negotiable for me always. Um, God, I don't know. I I don't know another do and don't right now um, outside of not being open and honest with your feelings. Like people will, people will swallow the things that they really feel for the sake of feeling like you're not gonna hurt the other person, like you're gonna hurt that person. Sometimes you gotta say what you gotta say. Am I making sense? No, you make, you make perfect sense. Um, Cause everything's just falling out of my head right now. No, but you make purposes. Like um, for me, like the respect thing. That's that's very important. Like you gotta, 
Like, I, I need to know that you respect me, like, either when we're together, when we're not around each other, um, respect everything that I love. So, I mean, it's, it's just, it's just those, those are things that are important. That should go without saying. If you can't respect the things that I, that I hold dearly to me, then you don't respect me then. That's how I look at a lot of things. And right. I think a lot of people don't understand that. I think there's a, a, a idea that, you know, we all are, you know, the selfish kid, like, these are my toys and all of this. Mm-hmm. is like, okay, well, I'm only going to care about these things. Like, you are a part of these toys. And I only care about these things. Not about all the things that came with you, though. Like, you can you can be that toy. Like, you can be that, I guess what it is, uh, Barbie dream house or whatever. Mm-hmm. You can't just care about the Barbie. You got to care about the entire dream house and everything that comes with it. Right. I mean, you may not like the kitchen in that damn dream house. You ain't really got to use that kitchen. However, it's still that person's kitchen. You still have to respect that kitchen. Yeah. Make sense? Show do. Come on, metaphors. I did that shit. Here you go. Um, but yeah, all that, what you just said. And um, I want to say, I think, I can't really think of like actual behaviors in terms of relationships wise in terms of do's or don'ts for me I think um having the same moral compass is important like I want to be able to know that you don't think it's okay to just run up on a nigga you know pop them in the side of their face like we gotta have the same we gotta be on the same page in that aspect um and I don't know. I, I guess now I'm getting I pet peeves more. But close the cabinets. You can't be having cabinets open and I just be walking up in here and bopping my head on cabinets in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? Close them shits. You came in here, got what you got. Close the shit back. So yeah, I just checked my cabinets to see if they were open because I better, do that. Better so, be closed, ho. Let me, so let me tell you one of the things that I do. I take the trash out. I'm very good at taking the trash out. Mm-hmm. I don't put a bag in a trash can. Well. Right after I'm done. I mean, work on yourself, James. I'm trying. I'm doing better. I've been doing, I've been like this since I was a kid. That's all right. I've got whole ass whoopers that just refuse to put that damn bag back in that damn garbage can. It you takes learn. two seconds. I guess that proves ass whoopers don't really teach you nothing. They don't. They don't. Because like, I've been got an ass whooping and did the same damn thing. Because I'm going to do what I want to do regardless. A mess. Just that nigga. Yeah. That's that's about it for the do's and the don'ts on my part. I don't... I don't think anything else comes to mind right now. Well, we can wrap this up there. You know, we just want everybody to have an amazing Valentine's Day. But, of Mm -hmm. course... Make sure you get your boo something nice if you do that thing. Yes, and... Knock some boots. Help the man on the side of the road selling his little flowers and his little bouquets. I know they got them out there. Because y'all know y'all forgot. Y'all, y'all mm-hmm. forgot. Just go ahead and get them roses. Pick up a couple churros while you at it. Eee. Now, before we get out of here, there's a couple of things. Got to hit y'all with the hotel thought of the day. Um, And this hotel thought of the day is actually going to be a whole episode coming in June. Uh-huh. But. Wow. Um, <laughs> hotel thought of the day. Um, you ready for this one, Kia? I'm waiting. All right, so this one is actually in reference to um, our Miami Heat legend, <coughs> Dwayne Wade. Oh man! And his 
child Zaya. And I say child because I don't want to say the wrong term. But well, I believe Zaya um, has asked for the she, her pronouns. Okay. <coughs> she. So, Hotel Thought. This comes from Six Goddess. Right. It says, I can't even imagine how much the Wade family is being paid to document, broadcast, push, and pimp their 12-year-old um, brain not even fully developed, in quotation marks, by the way. Sons transition to a whole new gender <coughs> at 12, which is nothing but Dwayne's low-key suppressed <coughs> Batiman. Oh, they, they, Batiman. Here they go. Uh, suppressed Batiman desires that he always wanted in his wildest dreams, wow. that he is now allowing his child to fulfill his own wants vicariously. With the history of the alphabet community and how they will put their money where their mouth is, probably more than he made playing ball. Hope is worth it to them. Uh, okay, now, a um, couple of things. This is like the fourth person. The fourth person. Like, this is the one thing I found without any curse words. Like, it's, like everything else was just too ignorant to piece together. <coughs> What? Why do we hate Dwayne Wade so much? When did the world start hating this man? <clears throat> soon as they figured out he loved his child, like God. Like so, so now because you have a child that is transgender, that makes you gay, even though you got a whole wife. I mean, that still that really Twitter logic. It means absolutely nothing to have a whole wife, but um. Like, I, I'm not understanding where this idea of a person fully accepting and loving their child for whatever their child decide, desires to be. I'm not understanding where this logic comes from to where, you know, because Zaya is choosing to be something other than what um, Dwayne Wade thought that she would be. Um, it's wrong. Like, it's a lot of you motherfuckers out here. Y'all ain't shit like what y'all parents thought y'all was going to be. How many of y'all thought parents thought y'all was going to the NFL? I'll wait. And all y'all asses still home with it, but your mama still loves you. She still cook you, cook you um, your breakfast every day. Um, you still borrow, borrow $25 from her to get your hair cut every week. <laughs> you do. They do. They do. You borrow the $25 that you never pay back. She iron your clothes for you. You don't go to work. So, like, I'm not understanding how there can be so much anger and so much animosity for a parent loving their child for being something different than what they are when I would say 90% of the people in our everyday lives, we are not what we thought, we're not what our parents thought we would be, like, at all. My daddy thought I was going to be a track star. Look at it. Look at it. What well, everybody thought I was going to be a tra- I was a fast-ass fat boy, though. <laughs> I was a fat- <laughs> but, but um no but but what I'm saying is like there's you know parents are going to have their hopes and aspirations all the time and we're gonna be our own human beings no matter what so we're going to change um or we're going to do what it is that we want to do no matter the fuck what just because we decide that we don't want to do what our parents want us to do does that mean they supposed to hate our ass are they supposed to disown us are they supposed to not care about us like to me that just makes no sense. I mean, I guess I, especially when you consider Twitter logic and the age of clout chasing that we live in and, you know, tweeting for, for, for likes and retweets and just to be on the internet saying whatever, 
Um, I can't expect people to understand, but I would expect that you would respect it. You're right. You know what I'm saying? So it, it may not be what you want for your child or what you would do with your child, but that's what that man is doing with his. So unless you are about to, you know, send some money over there to to support him and his children or, you know, give your time or whatever to raising, which I doubt he would ever allow, but you don't have no say so on what goes on in that man's house. You ain't birthed that child. And your opinions don't mean shit. Because you probably ain't raising your children right any goddamn way. Not at all. And like and again, it goes back to what you said. It's this thing where you're not in a situation you don't understand. And I think a lot of people who are giving those opinions, they are nowhere near being in that situation, which sucks. Half of the people that I'm seeing say things, they don't even have kids. Weird. Um, or it, it, it's just one of those things that's very hard. Like, you know, we, I, and, I, and I'll even say for myself, I probably have said some ignorant shit because I'm just like, you know, he's, um, Zaya's still a kid. You know, that's, it's a very big decision to say, you know, I want to transition or anything like that. I feel like that's a very adult decision to make. However, I'm not in that situation to know what could be going on in your head or within your body to make you feel differently. So I can't tell you if it's wrong or not. And I'm not, I'm not for anyone saying that a person should not be loved because they feel different. That's not fair. Mm-hmm. And especially from their parent. Now, half of y'all parents don't even like y'all because y'all don't know how to have your ass in the house with folks too. In the morning, mm-hmm. on a school night, mm-hmm. so for y'all to be upset with this other person and their kid and how they're raising them, it's some of that hatred that you have because you weren't loved by your mom and dads, and that's okay. That's okay. And one of the things that I guess kind of bothers me about it is that when I see people talking about, oh, um, she's twelve. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, she's only twelve. She don't know what she like, and blah 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 blah. And I'm like, nigga. I knew I was liking little girls when I was five or six years old, looking at their little booties at the playground. Now, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know how to explain it until maybe I got to the round middle school. You know what I mean? Right. And I saw that there were other people like me. And that's what I think people fail to realize. Nobody is looking at somebody gay or transgender and being like, I want to be like that. You know what I'm saying? Outside of being wanting to be free or be themselves, but not saying that they saw a transgender person and saw a gay person and now that's what I like. You know what I'm saying? No, it was something that they already probably had rooted in them and then having the opportunity to see someone who was living in that truth and it relates to how they feel on the inside. They were like, oh, it's not just me. I'm not the only person out here that feels this way. So I think people are so pressed on the fact that they feel there's an agenda being pushed and trying to make children return a certain way. No, they was this way already. There was no Relax. agenda push for y'all to, for people to be straight. So I don't not understand again. Like, and I and I say this with because I, I have this conversation with all my friends. You know, like we're gay. So with you being gay, what gay relationship did you look at? And you had an example of. Right. There were no examples. There are still really no examples out there. So, like, how can you say there's ever been this thing where there's a, a, a 
well, the, the gay agenda that's being pushed on people when there have been gay people forever and they didn't have anything that was out front and out loud or in front of them to really just say, hey, this is what made me this way. It's just now, because it is becoming more acceptable, people are more okay with saying it instead of suppressing that, that desire that they have or that feeling that they have. Right. So um, this whole gay agenda thing is stupid. It's, it, if there is a gay agenda, the agenda is for people who are part of the LGBTQIA community to feel free and be free. That's the only agenda. It's not taking shit from nobody. Every gay person that I know, their relationship that they want is Martin and Gina. Like, that's as straight as it gets. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm not, or Overton and Sinclair. Oh, here you go. Overton and Sinclair are low-key goals. If you say so. Before, okay, now, before we wrap up, best black TV couple, all time. I can't even say Bill name on here. I mean, Uncle Phil and light skin Uncle or dark skin Uncle Because I'm here for dark skin Uncle always. I mean, yeah, yeah. Because I don't know where she went. <laughs> but um, yeah, we we always we always team team dark skin um, and Viv. I mean, I don't know best ever. Jamie and Fancy up there too. No, no. Look, Jamie chased Fancy forever. I mean, Whitley, and, you know. Mm, okay, I would say Whitley and and Dwayne Wayne, but uh, Whitley and Dwayne was top. Was top. Um, I would. You that's know, hard. It's hard. Best. I mean, Martin and Gina might be might be be close. They might be a hard a hard beat. And then I mean Dwayne, Dwayne and Whitley is right there behind me. <clears throat> Can we put? I'm going to hell for this. You know what? I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna mention. I it. need to hear it. I'm not even. You shouldn't mention. have brought it up. I'm not even gonna now mention, you mention it. it. It's, it's out of my We're head. We're not gonna now. be able to rap until it is out. We're not gonna be able to rap until you mention it. I'm not leaving here. Until you say their name. Cole and Big Shirley. Who? Cole and Big Shirley. Iconic. He, Iconic duo. He loved him some Big Shirley. And 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 we forget another couple. Urkel and Myra. And Stefan and Laura. <sighs> I, I'm still feeling Urkel and Myra. No, not was it? No, Myrtle was his cousin. It was Myra. Myrtle was his cousin. I don't. I don't remember. What? It wasn't Urkel. If that was his, that was the Steph- the best friend. No, Stefan was like. Remember, he did the science experiment. He turned himself into Stefan, and then he kind of separated the two. And yeah. then, like Stefan was his own person. Urkel was his own person. And Urkel stayed with the light skinned girl that was obsessed with him, Myra. Oh, and yeah, 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 Laura yeah. stayed with Stefan. Right, 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 right. My bad. Come on, TV logic. Keep up, keep up. It's been a long time since I've watched the program. Mm. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't think of anybody else at the top of my head that really like stands out like as top, top tier couples. So I'm sticking with mine: Martin and Gina, and Dwayne Wade and Whitney. And Whitney and Bobby. Thank you for tuning in to the Hit Dog that hollered. It is I again, 
friendly neighborhood lesbian because James is talking that bullshit. That means it's time to go. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, y'all. <laughs> Love up on somebody. Bye. Bye.